guys, it's Janice. If you love this podcast and you've gotten great value and maybe a bit of entertainment out of past episodes, please consider a donation in support of both my podcast fees and my coffee habit. There's no obligation. Just click the link below and thanks so much for your support. Now on to today's episode. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So I was chatting with my sister-in-law the other day, which is nice, because we don't really get to talk that much now that she and my brother have moved a few hours away. I really miss her. She's gone back to university to study nursing, and she was talking about one of her introductory level courses and a project she has to do. The project was an interview, and the course was communications. Well, my eyes lit up but I listened in disbelief as she mentioned all of the disciplines that this communications course was mandatory for. Honestly, this stuff is so ingrained in me that I forget how it doesn't even appear on the radar for what is apparently most of the population. I'm Jess. I had to hold myself and back from to doing another a episode deep dive of into theory and practical applications and right then because those are the three dinners just I think are critical to every you know successful this entrepreneur. Is So grab a cup of your favorite brew, and let's get into today's episode. I've been thinking about the broad applications of communications and the different styles ever since I chatted with Kim, and I think there are a few things that are relevant to each of us. None of us are doing the same thing in the same way. We are all dealing with different people in different situations in different cultures, and it actually takes a lot of skill for us to do that successfully. And I bet you never thought about that before, eh? You may have thought that you listened to me to hear about communication and PR and marketing and all that jazz because you aren't an expert, but really, you kind of are. But I do hope you keep listening anyway because I'd actually really miss you if you were gone. So as Kim was giving me an overview of her course content, it was interesting to see how it was broken down for what, what I'll call regular people, you know those of you who don't think of having a beer and discussing Marsha McLuhan's famous the medium is the message realization as a good time. Apparently, interviewing was considered a communication style in Kim's course, which makes sense if you're training to be a nurse where you need the skills to gather information in an efficient manner. 
To be honest, there are as many different ways of classifying communication styles as there are each of us. Besides interview, people talk about assertive and passive, manipulative, formal and informal, written and oral, and even more than that. There's a place for all of those styles. Yep, even manipulative, because at some point, you might come up against someone with whom you have no relationship or you have no hope of reaching a place in the relationship where that person will do something for you, but you still need it to be done. Or you might have a ticket you need to try and talk yourself out of. Or a child you truly need to get into bed and don't want to see or hear from again for a solid eight hours. Just guessing. I'm not saying manipulation is an awesome way to deal with a situation. I recommend that we do our best not to be in the position to need it, but I am saying that sometimes needs must. So while we all need to be somewhat aware of the different styles and their applications so we can use them appropriately, I think it's most important to both know what our natural preferred style is and when to break those conventions. But what do I mean by that? First, knowing our own preferred style. As I said, you know how to adapt your communication to the different situations you find yourself in. I know you know how to write a formal letter of complaint in order to resolve an issue with a contractor. I know you know how to call your customers and speak to them for follow-up. What I'm talking about is your style, how you speak to your friends, how you sound when you are completely comfortable with yourself and the situation you find yourself in. Why does this matter? Well. If you want to be comfortable in speaking with your audience, if you want to be able to create posts, engage with those who engage with you, if you want to create promotions and advertisements, host webinars or training events, have sales calls or lives on your preferred method of social media, you want to know how you speak with people so you can do all of those things comfortably, staying true to yourself. Remember, people buy from people and you need to be able to show up comfortably as you. And once you know your degree of formality or lack thereof, your intonation or your volume, all of those things and more, then you can both make peace with it and decide if you want to work on any of it. Take me. I know that I'm quiet. I'm what I like to call a pensive or deliberate speaker. And I'm a storyteller. Some people refer to these traits as slow and meandering. I have odd turns of phrase that, frankly, I don't know where I pick them up, but they do come out every once in a while. I wasn't truly aware of my oddities until I took a short story course in the writer's residence in Dublin. It was a really wonderful experience, and we had the opportunity to read our work out loud for critique by both the author in residence, who was leading the course, and the other course participants. Here's the thing. I am Canadian. They were not. And I didn't realize that I used different words for the same thing interchangeably throughout my conversations. So sometimes I called something a sidewalk. Sometimes I called it a path. Path being the Irish term for sidewalk. It's all interchangeable in my head because I inhabited both worlds. But it isn't to the other people in the room, the readers or the listeners of my work. And I've had the great joy of having the same thing happen in reverse, 
because I then made a conscious effort to tailor my language for the Irish market, and I did it for so long that, when I came home, I had to begin making the conscious effort the other way. And to be quite frank with you, sometimes I forget which word belongs in which country's conversations, because they are so interchangeable in my head. I also know that the Irish accent comes out when I'm around other Irish, when I'm getting mad, or when I've had a few drinks. So when I hear the twang surface, I know that I need to make some adjustments to my approach. I know I need to take a breath and figure out what's triggering me to get annoyed or frustrated before it becomes picked up by whomever I'm speaking with. I know this about my communication style and I use it to my advantage. I also know who I need to speak to to sound most like me. I know who emails me who's listening to me from where, and I know to use my North American language skills when I design my posts on Facebook and Instagram. I know to use a North American-based analytic tool to help me pick a better headline. Dudes, seriously, my worst thing, naming things. I know what you guys do, so when I'm thinking of my topics and how I'm going to address them, I usually have someone in mind, and I speak to them. I use my language skills to target and hopefully connect. Because I'm comfortable with how I communicate, I can go live in the Connections Coffee and Confidence community on Facebook. I can just jump on, no makeup or written notes, and provide a shot of information. Something that so many people find terrifying because, in part, they aren't comfortable with their style. Because I know how I communicate, I know what is going to sound more natural, so I know what to do to help myself out. If you take a few minutes and think about your approach to speaking with your people, be it in person or online, are you comfortable? Are you uncomfortable because you don't think you sound right? Because you don't think you can communicate clearly? Are you putting yourself in situations where you need to step outside of your comfort zone? Hello, going live. But you haven't yet made your peace with the way you speak? Are you forcing yourself to be more formal than you need to be because you think it's more appropriate to the setting or the audience? Are you speaking to someone who is actually on a different level or are you just creating challenges for yourself? These are things to think about if you notice that you're a bit uncomfortable. If you look back at your posts or conversations and feel that they're not actually reflective of you. Your business is a part of you. It's an extension of you. You may offer backyard cleaning services for people who have dogs and weak stomachs, and that's totally cool. That business is an extension of who you are. And if you're a funny person, well, you might as well make your advertising and marketing hilarious. If you're a quiet and somber person, embrace that and connect in your style. As I keep hearing, your vibe attracts your tribe. If you're a quiet and somber person, do not force yourself to go live and tell jokes to gain customers. It won't feel real and it won't get you anywhere too far. Instead, discuss the environmentally friendly bags and disposal method you use, or the fact that you use a biodegradable and pet friendly spray after each cleaning service so the yard smells fresh for everyone. Take who you are and just be that person. So that's knowing yourself and your communication style. But my second point is about breaking conventions. Ever hear that saying about knowing the rules before you can break them? This is that. 
When I was in university taking my PR degree, I also did a basic communications course. Way totally different than what is mandatory for other professional courses. I eventually wrote a thesis on nonverbal interpersonal communication differences between women and men, and I loved it. The professor kept it to show as an example of an actual research paper, and that move was early validation that my addiction to finding things out and putting them together in a useful format was a skill valued by some. But the differences between men and women's styles of communication stuck with me. Man, this, <laughs> this is a bit meta, because if you didn't notice, I just reverted back to my storytelling style as a segue to using storytelling as an example of when to break the be yourself rule. And if you're still following me, you should get a prize. Anywho, where I'm going with this is that men generally do not appreciate a story. So I tend to amend my approach if I need to make a point. You know what? Sometimes women don't either. So I pick up on their cues and adapt to their style. If I'm with a group and attempting to be different enough to get noticed, I'll let the Irish out. Unless I'm with a group of Irish, in which case I'll let the Canadian out. My point is, if I know my natural and preferred style will not be received well, or if I need to let a different piece of my personality shine through in order to communicate more effectively, I'll do my best to make that happen. I'm not out of integrity. I'm not pretending to be someone or something I'm not. I do have dual citizenship after living most of my adult life in Ireland, so I'm seriously not pretending. So I'm completely comfortable reading the situation and responding in the manner I deem most appropriate. If you understand your style or your various styles, you too will be comfortable tailoring it for the moment. If you've done a little inventory on yourself and your styles, and you find that you're lacking or not where you want to be, get cracking. There's a very successful podcaster I follow who dislikes her voice. And honestly, it's not a great voice. The fact that she has a not great voice was overshadowed for me as a listener by her obvious knowledge and the usefulness of her information. But it's not a podcast I could binge. However, she reached a point where she could afford a voice coach. She invested in herself. And you know what? Makes a difference. She's now being invited to speak to groups and does so more comfortably because she's worked on the one aspect of her communication that she hadn't nailed. Her work has allowed her to reach an extra degree of comfort with her communication. And in my assessment, she is better able to connect with her audience, no matter who they are, because she is just that much more comfortable with herself and how she's giving the information. I love how honest she is with her listeners and with herself. What I like about communication as a theory, just the broad general topic of communication, is that it's personal. It's not static. What is acceptable, what's expected, the method of delivery, it's all evolving and changing. It's all up for grabs. As long as you're showing up on the platforms or in the manners that your people are expecting you to show, as long as you're comfortable with what message you're delivering and how you're doing it, there's space in the commercial world for you and you will find success. I guess what this entire episode boils down to is be you. 
the whole vibe tribe thing. Know and accept how you present yourself. What you think needs work? Work on it. Accept who you are and shine on, you crazy diamond. (laughs) And you're welcome for not singing that. Have a good one. Hey, thank you so much for listening today. And if you like what you heard, I'd love if you could hit the subscribe button and leave me a positive review wherever you're listening. It doesn't cost you anything but an extra minute of time, but it means a lot to me. And if you really like what you're learning, head to JaniceFogarty.com and sign up for my weekly email. You'll be the first to know about the new episodes and the other plans I'm working on. So make sure to meet me, same time, same place, next week. Until then, stay safe and thank you so much. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.